Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey y'all, it's Mark. I am pleased to report that today's episode of Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs is partially sponsored by Free Prints. And you know, you've probably got some great photos on your phone, but... What are you actually doing with them? If you don't have free prints yet, you've got to get it because it is an app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all of your photos for free. That is correct, for free. You get a thousand four by six photo prints a year. All you have to pay is shipping and you can even print photos at other sizes for almost nothing. You can select the photos that you want, choose the sizes, you're done. All you have to do is get the app at freeprints.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints. No subscriptions, no commitments, just free prints when you go to freeprints.com to get the app and those thousand free prints. And now, on with the show. Shoot Mark and Sarah talk about shoot Mark and Sarah talk about shoot Hello and welcome to episode number 216 of Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs, the only show where Mark and Sarah, well, do what's right there in the title. I am your co-host, Mark Blankenship, and with me, as ever, is my splendidatious co-host, Sarah D. Bunting. Hello, Sarah. <laughs> do I need a splint for that condition? Hello, Mark. I'm, I'm afraid that you do, and it's not covered by your insurance plan. Mm. Mm. Yeah, America continuing to be the worst uh, as we record <laughs> this. Um, so <laughs> today we're talking about The Cult, a song called She Sells Sanctuary. Um, I, Mark, will ask you to refresh my memory on one point in a moment, but here's another point of reference for why we're talking about this song, a um, big uh, talking or discussion point on Twitter and in true crime review circles last year was the miniseries The Vow, which actually was not that mini. It kept going and going um, about the Nexium cult and two of the primary figures within that cult and sort of after their time in the cult, Mark and Sarah, Mark Vicente and Sarah Edmondson specifically. Um, I don't think I had put that together, but someone called it out on Twitter like a month and a half ago and we were like, oh yeah, Same. we should talk. We should talk about the cult. And then wasn't wasn't the cult one of the disputed bands that was left out of March Mastis also? Yes, it sure was. So here we are um, writing a wrong, um, but not leading a cult. We hope. Um, (laughs) I don't think so. No, I mean, mean, one of the hallmarks of a cult is that you sort of um, there's uh a specific Argo that distances outsiders from it. <laughs> so maybe in that way, we're kind of culty <laughs> or, or just off putting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I would really say like to talk I... to you about Dianetics. <laughs> <laughs> I watched every second of the vow and, and never occurred to me once that we were, uh, there was a Mark and Sarah uh, at play in the uh, show. Me neither. I mean, I don't know. It's not like our names are Millicent and Percival. Like it's, yeah, yeah. you kind of don't even hear the name Sarah anymore. At least I don't like in a room full of a hundred women, roughly my age, 24 of us are going to be named Sarah. So. Yeah. And then there's going to be 11 Jennifers. So mm-hmm. yeah. at least Jessica, Stephanie. And it's not like on, 
it's not like the time on Downton Abbey when there was a character named Sarah Bunting. Like that, yeah. I noticed. What's she doing here? <laughs> Literally or, the only um, reason I started watching Downton and by the time she showed up, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is so bad. This has gotten bad. Um, anyway. Well, actually now things- I'm sorry. I have to keep us off track for one more second. I didn't start watching Mad Men until pretty late in its run. And so I was playing a lot of catch up. And so- there was a period of time when so many people were like, hey, Miss Blankenship. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I started watching Mad Men and I realized, oh, the salty secretary is named Miss Blankenship. I see. Yeah. And then she died at her desk. She sure fucking did. And I guess I will too, provided that my desk is a yacht filled with oiled up, slightly hairy, golden Swedes. Wow. That took a turn. That was a very specific image that I've Actually, never contemplated that, before. I mean, that was a very good segue handoff, though, in my opinion, because that's your sanctuary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that you're selling. What sanctuary is she selling in the song of the same name? Let's hear a clip. I'm really interested to hear your comments on the song because I'm, I feel like I'm going back and forth. I feel like I'm going back and forth in terms of like whether I think it works or not. Never mind mm. whether it's a song that I like. I, I don't know. Why don't you talk for a while and I'll try to, <laughs> I'll try to let that guide my thoughts. Well, first things first. Uh, is this song about a prostitute? I assume. I do too, because I had never heard it before until you brought it into this episode. And I mean, I, was... I think I had, but as um, kind of a wallpapery experience, which is part of my struggle with it um, analysis-wise. But anyway, go on. Yeah, so and then I realized, okay, wait, right, she sells sanctuary, meaning the sanctuary of having sex and being desired and acting on my desires. She sells it to me. And the people, there's all these lyrics about, I can feel people burning me as they, with their eyes as they stare at us, but I don't care because uh, I've got to have you, baby. It's like, okay. So, I mean, I think the other interpretation is that the she is heroin or some other mm, drug mm. of addiction. Yeah. Well, either way, yeah. something illicit. But I agree with your word choice of wallpaper. This song as I'm listening to it in the moment, I like it. And I think, oh, I'm enjoying this. This is good. But I struggle to remember it the second that it's over. Yeah. I mean, I have a similar problem, but I mean, I think it's worth noting that the snip you just heard is basically the whole song. Like, I don't feel like there's anything narratively missing that was not heard in the clip. Um, the song also never quite gets going. Like, um, 
it, there's no change in texture. There's yes. no terrain, as I have said about other songs before. Um, I like the sound. I like the guitar line, but I feel like I liked it more when it when Romeo Void did it or <laughs> when the Stone Roses did it. And or or honestly, uh Sunday Bloody Sunday era U2 yep, did it. Yep. And the here's my final thing that is really making me um struggle to talk about this song. And I don't know if you agree with me. I feel like the lead singer's delivery and timbre don't go with this style of music. Like it something is not matching up. Like for like if you're watching the video especially it's like a bit disconcerting because here is like literally the if they made it result of Captain Jack Sparrow and Freddie Mercury which is like <laughs> yes not totally displeasing in theory if you subtract the depth aspect of it um but like so there's there's that and then there's the sort of flock of seagulls presentation of the rest of the band and the like the sound is very it just like mid 80s alt which is fine like i love i love that but then his voice is it, like it belongs in a different band or a different subgenre or something like something is not matching up for me and it, i think that you have hit this perfectly on the head this scarfed nail. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, why is Steven Tyler's goth kid? He like, what is this a project school project? Like, why are we, what is happening? Angie's list is now Angie and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes and connect with top local pros who can get the job done. Right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot I have a friend who describes who once described someone as being, quote, dressed like Steven Tyler's mic stand. <laughs> and this is that also. Oh. Uh, yeah. What I'm hearing you say, and honestly, I hadn't thought about this before, but I just want to repeat it back to you because I think you're exactly right. This is a glam rock voice in an alt rock song. Yeah, that's exactly it. And it, he he seems maybe this is purposeful um, and maybe this is part of um, that he's sort of trying to sell the idea of sanctuary is like it's actually a double edged sword and you're actually imprisoned by whatever it is um a dead end quote relationship with a sex worker china white whatever is actually being spoken of um and listeners forgive my ignorance if like this is quote something that everyone knows what the song is about but that he seems like confined like the that's the part of what i was saying earlier about there not being sort of an emotional um narrative terrain here yes. that it's like it does seem given both the topic and the qualities of his voice that like where's the belt where's the whale 
because we're we're waiting and he seems to be waiting for the moment to do it. And then he's like, oh, right. I'm an indie musician and we have to act like we don't give a shit and be all Gen X about it. Like, I don't, I don't know. What's so confusing is that he's making this music as contemporaneously to all of those other bands that we were just talking about. Like new year's day by U2 was a song that existed. Bono had sort of pointed the way to how you can put a very theatrical crescendo in a song like this, that sounds like this. Uh, In excess's early music was out in the world at this time. And I agree with you that it seems like this song, if it's if it's about someone who makes you feel free and safe and gives you at least a moment of sanctuary, no matter what the world tells you, why does the musical identity of the song only have one idea? I mean, I know I'm just repeating you, but it's exactly right. And right. if there were just some something happening where even like some liftoff would be great. And I think that if he were singing in this constricted sort of cocksure posturing way. It's just so striking to me that he doesn't have that crescendo when the music of U2 from this period was demonstrating that that crescendo was in fact possible when early in excess was demonstrating that. And for someone who has a glam rock voice, he, he doesn't seem to put a lot of, um, performance in it i i it's that's not quite true because obviously yeah. he's singing the song with a certain type of passion but i think it might be yeah like but what this is said. what i mean like he seems almost like he's holding that back but then it's yeah. like for what like shouldn't there be a point around two and a half minutes in where the you know the ragged tiger is unleashed because this song supposedly is about someone who makes you feel free from the judgment of the world that you feel safe with her, even though what she's offering you might be illicit. So where is that in the song? And I think that the nice open guitar sound that we get, that's very pleasing. That's a great start, but because the song doesn't go anywhere from that, like you've said, then it's hard to hold on to this song. It's hard to retain it. And it is like the kind of song that, well, I learned in my research that this song has been featured in the soundtrack of a lot of video games. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that that is, makes sense to me because it's not the kind of song that will distract you from the gameplay, but it does generally fit the wash of driving a car that you've stolen in Grand Theft Auto or whatever. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, again, this is not like an unpleasant song and I'm not angry with it. I just spent a lot of time like I just kept pausing it while I was listening to it to it and being like why are we still like why is there that video game or cartoon aspect of like that cactus already went by why aren't we why aren't we progressing right anywhere and by the same token if this is about like genuinely a safe place versus um a safe place that uh, may belie danger right then why do we start at this pitched place instead of starting at a gentler place and just staying there and describing you know like uh, either the danger is the subject in which case you have to progress you have to have that lift off like you said but if it's not and if what you're saying is like you know you're my home and this is a ballad about the world of two then you you can't sound like someone is literally holding you back by the collarbone to prevent you from like putting some Adam Lambert on this shit, which is like, 
This song needs some Adam Lambert, in my opinion, to be an right. all-time classic. As it is, it's merely whatever it is. That like yeah, it, it ha- it's a sound, and it's been interesting to think about why I don't like it more, but... Yeah, yeah, it's not a classic. It's a passable entry in a very identifiable genre of alternative 80s rock. Yeah, I think that's about it. Um, I will not be joining this cult. <laughs> no I, no uh, brand for me. Sorry. I was just going to make the same joke. I will not be branding the phrase, she sells sanctuary, parentheses, Allison Mack forever, anywhere on my body. <laughs> that's really a relief to have that articulated out loud thank you um sidebar because i'll probably never again have a chance to organically mention this in an episode (laughs) of this podcast i once ate thai food with allison mack while i was interviewing her about an off-broadway play that she was in and i have now realized that she was in the thick of all of this while we had that thai food and we talked about her play and i think back on it and i think did she give me any indication she certainly didn't try to get me into the into the cult um, at the end of the interview, but I just think, huh, were there signs that I would have seen if I had known what I was looking for? But again, we'll never know. Just like we'll never know what Nikki was doing with that magazine exactly, we'll never know. <laughs> but we'll know this. If Adam Lambert remakes this song, we will be among the first to download it. So get on that, Lambie. <laughs> in 2021 Allison Krauss can take a break we're giving Adam Lambert all of the jobs yeah fucking A all this talk of getting old it's getting me down, my love. Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs is hosted by Mark Blankenship, that's me, and Sarah D. Bunting. That's me. I also edit the podcast, which is a proud member of the Believe Network. Learn more at BLEAV.com. To learn more about us, submit song requests, get a pop chart reading, or buy a Mastis book, visit our website at MarkandSarahTalkAboutSongs.com. You'll also find all of our social media links there, too. That's Mark and Sarah with an H, talkaboutsongs.com. And for even more content and access to the Mastass Happy Hour, become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash Mastass. Thanks for listening. just make you worse, but I know I'll see your face again. But I know I'm on the loop. And street as I pass down my old street, and if you want a show, then just let me know, and I'll sing in your ear again. Shoot, Mark and Sarah talk about shoot, Mark and Sarah talk about shoot, Mark and Sarah talk about song. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.